The following audio is via a Skype call. When was the last time you did something that would take you closer to a life that you'd love? Get answers to this and many other life-changing questions on Grow Your Soul Radio. Ignite your inner magic and learn the art of life mastery with Jane Matanga. Jane will unlock and help you reclaim the magic in your life. Take an inspiring journey with Jane as you receive guidance toward the path of your greatest dreams and desires as she helps you reach success as you make powerful changes that will get you back on track and keep you there. Discover insightful tools, world wisdoms, and exercises in this hit call-in show. Transform and awaken your inner light right now on Grow Your Soul Radio. Oh my God, that's so it's funny. magic. Oh, we're live. Oh my gosh. Okay, hi. Jane and I were just having such a great time. Maybe we're going to share this little thing right here. This is Grow Your Soul Radio. Jane Matanga and I'm Dr. Pat. Ignite your inner magic, achieving wholeness and succeeding through the practice of gratitude. So here's what I want to say to everybody today is Jane and I just had a really interesting experience getting ready for the show. (laughs) And what I'm really struck by, Jane, is that in the work that you do, right, let's just talk about that. You know, the work that you do zooms in on how to look at the things in our lives. You have worked in management. You've been in business. You're like me. We've been out in the world, we get corporate jobs, all of that, all of that, all of that stuff. Um, I've gotten more performance reviews and given more performance review than any person should ever have to do in a lifetime. (laughs) Um, But when it comes down to our day-to-day living and the work that you do, all of us run into obstacles. And sometimes we don't reach for the most powerful tool Sometimes it's the simplest, yet it is so difficult for us to remember, and that's gratitude. Today, you and I were getting ready for the Facebook Live, right? Right. And we have done Skype tests, and we have done all this, and and I said, Jane, okay, lower (laughs) your camera, right? It's the universe. It's like reminding us to have a sense of humor. (laughs) And and we're trying to figure it out technically. And we're is it this? Is it that? Is it camera? And finally, it's like, okay, try wiping the lens. (laughs) That nailed it right there. That was absolutely it. It was a little dust on the lens. Well, you know why? Because that's me. (laughs) That's me. I'm the person that can have dust on my lens, not know it, and try to move mountains instead of simply dusting the lens. And I think that's what gratitude does. I think gratitude is a major dustbuster. It is a major dustbuster. It's a major tool to help you with a happier life, a better strategy, a better viewpoint, a better focus. Mm-hmm. It just helps you be just grateful. It's it's like you say, gratitude is good medicine. Let's talk about this. I think gratitude is one of the most misunderstood and misrepresented concepts we have. Gratitude and forgiveness are the two right out there that people think is conditional on something. Tell us what gratitude is and why is it good medicine? 
It's, you know, it's defined in the dictionary as just a state of uh, appreciation and thankfulness. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you, you can have people in your neighborhood go out, you know, to get the paper and 10 different people will be doing the same thing, but have a different experience. And it's, uh, it's the person who can uh, take a few minutes, like right in the middle of everything and appreciate the sun that's shining or the kids that are playing in the yard or the birds that are singing, the beautiful flowers, the amazing sky. And that's what makes the difference. So the difference is perception. You know, mm. it's really it's really perception mm-hmm. on, um, you know, how you view your day. I mean, every day is so different. You know, it's mm-hmm. the clouds are never going to be the same. This you know, the sky won't be the same. Your day won't be the same. And it's just getting in that viewpoint and frame of mind to just be thankful for all those little things. It really mm-hmm. changes your life. I mean, it's a, it's a powerhouse of uh, a, a tool, you know, it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, when, um, uh, there was an article written in 2015 that talked about all the powerhouses of love and kindness. And uh, the one that really came on ahead of, of all the others, even love, was gratitude. It, it, it showed that people who practice gratitude, you know, daily uh, live a, a much happier, more transformative, more whole life. Yeah, and I want to talk about this for a minute because when I came down with the mystery disease in 04, and honestly, that's what we called it until Dr. Darvish figured it out. Um, and I am so grateful for her. But when I think about what being in that condition physically meant to me and how she and this radio program, by the way, Jane, which was the only thing I actually could do. I couldn't do a regular job. That was it. All I could do is keep spending a lot of money on airtime, <laughs> my friends, not knowing why I was doing it, where I was going. But I knew, I knew there was something. I knew. It became good medicine to have conversations like this every day. I really think that was part of my healing Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, it's definitely a gift when you can be in a state of grace and you can do things like forgive an event, forgive a person, forgive a mistake and look past it and not live in that wake. And it just makes a deep connection, I think, to you and just it, it, it shifts your gaze to just look for things that are good instead of looking at something that, that, and concentrating on something like a rejection or some kind of experience that you're viewing in maybe a negative or in a flat or defending way, instead of doing that, you're, you're seeking wholeness by how you choose to view things mm-hmm. in gratitude, right? And that's mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what are the lessons, Jane, that you've learned and that you're learning through your clients? You work with people all over the world. And I know that when people come to work with you, there's something going on in their life, something. 
they're either stuck, they're not achieving their goals, something about their energy is not working, sometimes maybe they're depressed, could be going through divorce, whatever it is, there's something. What have you found consistently across the board? Has it been that people hold on to a baggage of resentment? And we don't even know it. What are you finding that people really struggle with? It's really their perception. I mean, it's mm. really that it's really comes down to that. It's like how they view things in their life. And and they don't sometimes think, you know, I think sometimes they think, um, and I'm saying this really out of love and, and kindness, but sometimes people think that they are owed certain things uh, in life. Yeah. And, and I think that perception gets you into trouble because then you have an attachment to some kind of outcome and you're really closed off and your perception is, is, is just so attached to that that you're not really open or allowing for anything else to come into your life. And it really skews everything because yeah. if that thing or doesn't happen, then it then you're then you have an unhappiness because you've yeah. attached uh, attached to that. Yeah, you know I, it's so interesting that what we're talking about. You know, somebody said to me um, a number of years ago. They said, Pat, we have heard you encourage people to have expectations. I said, Yeah, that's what I do. I encourage people to have expectations. And what their feedback to me was, Why? I mean, all of the books, everything said, I said, no, the books don't say that. The books don't say not to have desires. What the, what the books, whatever the books are, Jane, I don't know. Like I grew <laughs> up on comic books, so I don't know what they're talking. Those books, though, say one thing. It is wonderful to have desires and expectations, but to have attachment to an outcome, oh boy. It gets you into a lot of trouble oh because my then, gosh. yeah. I know. It, it really know. does. It's yeah. just the, yeah, and it's just going to a different place. It's going to uh, a recognition that, that things are good and seeking that. It's looking at the sun and looking at a beautiful clouds and beautiful nature and opening your eyes to all of that and countless other magical moments in your life and remembering those instead of, you know, um, I, I read an article I don't know, a few years ago, and it was talking about how people, you know, what their thoughts are, their thought process on a daily basis. And it talked about how the same thoughts go through their mind every single day and, mm -hmm. and not, and not all necessarily. And for the most part, they weren't positive, that they were concentrating on the things that weren't working in their life and the things that they perceived were lacking as opposed to the things that were like beautiful. You know, that smile that a total stranger gave them or uh, a handshake or somebody that did them a favor that didn't even know them or help them up when they were down or or, uh, you know, a positive experience and a positive relationship that you are just so grateful for that you so needed at that time in your life. And, um, and that's the difference, really. It's in living in gratitude. That's where you discover really living in wholeness because mm -hmm. you, you're seeing it. You know, you, you know, you're realizing that your smile and the way you treat others, the way you speak, I mean, it has a ripple effect, not only on people who are with you and around you, but on you, you know, 
And so just realizing um, that that presence mm-hmm. can be there for you and uh, just the recognition of all the good and living in this, in this state of gratitude and sustaining that. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do to s- sustain that, but it's, you know, you, you need to practice it so that, that you can really be a, a whole person and very much like what you were talking about. Right. 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 In your own experience. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, Jane, that, you know, we're going to talk about today and I really want to help people with is this notion of here you are in the world. How do you get help changing the way you view something? I mean, that is a game changer beyond anything. You work with people uh, to help them create these shifts in perspective and perception. And it's so fascinating. I was talking with someone this morning and I was saying to him that for years, part of what I did when I went back to school is study the perceptions of things. And after years of research, it boiled down to one thing, that people don't necessarily view that outcome differently. What they view is how the outcome happens. They have varying views on the way a thing happens. You know, we could be watching a football game together and somebody will, will, will make a play. And, and your view of that play may be, oh, my gosh, you know, how amazing. That was the most fabulous catch on the planet. And my <laughs> view may be something like, why didn't they throw it farther? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're not talking about the Patriots, right? Where you are, right? Um, why don't right. I go it farther? <laughs> but we run into that with our quarterback here, this our Russell Wilson, all the time, where we have two schools of thought about this one thing, and then we'll go to break. Russell Wilson, fabulous athlete, runs out of the pocket. Run, 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 run. Two schools of thought. One, Russell, you should run more. Second school of thought, Russell, don't run and throw. (laughs) Yeah. Now, which perception is right? Let's take a short break. When we come back, what if there were no rights or wrongs? What if there were no rights or wrongs? We're taking your calls today. Jane is right here. We're going to do some fabulous readings of energy with you today. Do some clearing. 1-800-930-2819. Russell, I feel you, buddy. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. 
Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their hearts, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night Although we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you. I am so thrilled to have Jane joining me here today. This is Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. I'm Dr. Pat. Are you ready to ignite your inner magic? We're taking your calls. 1-800-930-2819. We would love, love to hear how we can help you achieve wholeness and succeed through the practice of gratitude. Um, you know, Jane, before we jump ahead, I'd love to talk a little bit about the work that you're doing and how people might be able to get clear of the resentments in their lives, the kind of work that you do to help them. And please tell us how they can get a hold of you directly. Sure. They can get a hold of me at info at enlightened-path.com. And what I work on is really looking at limiting beliefs. You know, I look at their, you know, their, their, what's getting them stuck and, and what's preventing them from moving forward, how they view certain things in their life or, or areas where they are, you know, where they're troubled and they're not moving forward and, and other factors, you know, that have contributed to that, uh, 
you know, it could be something uh, back in time when they were younger that they haven't worked through, but it's working on all those things with, with different tools, you know, some of which we're talking about today, the practice of gratitude and, and many others, just to get them um, really clear on like uh, who they are and their passions and get them back, back in touch with that and their inspiration and kind of why they were here and, and, and what they really, what their soul really speaks to them about doing and who they are, you know? Um, and that's what we get back to. We get back to who they are because, you know, life can be really distracting and mm-hmm. you get away from that and you start listening to all that socialization and things that people tell you. And some of them are, are not positive and uplifting, you know, they're, um, you know, because they're speaking from a place of fear mm-hmm. or, yeah. or, or maybe they, they haven't learned some of these tools that, that yeah. are just so helpful to like move you forward. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's what I work on, you know, for everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's a little different and there's different, um, ways to, you know, kind of un- uncover that and, mm-hmm. um, and move them forward to a place mm-hmm. of, uh, wholeness and and just just better joy yeah better joy you know we were talking about different perspectives and you know I was really struck by this I was sharing this with someone this morning um my friends until recently didn't know that I was not well from 2004 to 2010 my close yeah my closest friends didn't know well, they knew something was going on, but they really didn't know the nature of it. And um, and they ask me now, why didn't I share it? And for me at the time, I was studying and I was practicing mindfulness. And I attempted to talk with one of my friends about it. And what happened with that was they didn't see me as whole anymore. They didn't, they saw me as, oh my God, you real, you have what? Like, oh my God, you better get your power of attorney done. And, and that for me was, I learned something from that and I was so grateful for it because I knew that I had the ability to heal myself, especially through Dr. Darvish and Dr. Ronnie, of course, working with them and spiritual practice. But I knew I wouldn't stand a chance if all of my friends, my close friends, held me as not going to make it. Yeah, that's a limiting belief. I had to apologize to them and explain why, right? But I know that I didn't have the capacity to carry my fear and their fear. So my view was I'm whole, perfect, and complete. And look at what I get to do every day, this radio gig, even though the outer world may not see me as well. I'm telling you, I'm very grateful that I had a few tools and then I got more. How do you help people get to that place? It's really giving them tools like for gratitude, uh, you know, uh, writing it down, you know, like really concentrating and looking at even if it's five, 15 minutes a day, 
looking at the things that you can be grateful for in your life. Somebody that smiled at you, they can be little things. They don't have to be big things, little things, uh, recognizing and affirming the good in your life, you know, events that have happened to you or people who've been kind or who have helped you up. When you start to learn to like refocus and look at that and pay attention to that, your perception starts to, to shift and your world shifts because you start to train yourself to look at and recognize the good and focus more on that. And you get out of your habitual thinking. You you learn. Yeah. Well, I have a question that just came in. I'm looking at it on my phone. So I want to be able to give it to you. Um, Hi, Jane. Hi. Hi, Dr. Pat. Um, I want to ask Jane a question. How do you, how do you, how do you, sorry, trying to read shorthand here. How do you move to gratitude when an atrocity happened? And this is from uh, Jamie, and I think it is Colorado, CO. I'm hoping, Jamie, is that Colorado? Yeah. How can you help me move to a place of gratitude when an atrocity has happened? You know, Jamie, you're not alone. So many of us have had stories and, and things that we're we read about, they call it the dark night. And uh, it's really not. Uh, I think there's a perception thing too, where you think things are happening to you, but they're really happening for you. And it's, it's a shift that you need to make because while you're going through it, it seems horrifically challenging. And just, you know, when you're in it, it, is, it, it can be very overwhelming and you can perceive it as being dark. But that's when you need to kind of hit the pause button and, and, and kind of go to um, what's the lesson in this, you know? And, and maybe this is not something that I'm meant to stay in for my own betterment. Let me think this through. You can t- take, take a breath, take a walk, um, just look at it just differently because Usually when we go through an experience that is a challenge like that, Mm -hmm. if you look back on your life later, you go, whoa, I can see really clearly why that happened to me. And it's always to move you out of something that wasn't for your highest good. Maybe it was an abusive relationship. You know, maybe it was someone who treated you toxically, you know, and you're just not meant to stay there. You know, we're, we're filled with love and joy and light Mm -hmm. and we're meant to be that and experience that. So sometimes when we're not paying attention to that, the universe gives us a nudge. And when we're not paying attention to that, then they, it's, it's a higher nudge. And until we pay attention to that, you know, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think about, I look back at my life. I was talking to somebody this morning in a very personal way, and we were, we were talking about our lifetimes, and he and I have very similar paths, and we were talking about childhood and childhood, you know, abuse. I mean, I ended up in Catholic boarding school at six years old, and I was literally beat every night. And, you know, because I was a very, uh, do you, look, do you think like I was not like a spirited child when I was six? Honestly, Jane, really? You were I mean, always spirited. I, I, was always, <laughs> I was a kid like we're all in a dorm, right? And and this is me. 
I wanted to jump up on my cot, my bed, and I would jump up on the bed and I would get caught every time. And you think maybe I would stop jumping up on the bed. No. So, you know, part of it, I broke a rule and there was a consequence. Now, I'm not saying that that is a consequence, but I didn't really carry that burden with me in that way, uh, right, in the way of hating all people of the clergy. And I had a great stepmom that helped me with that, though. See, I could have done that. You know, I could have had a situation where I didn't have a stepmom that had those insights, right? right? And I could have taken that incident throughout my entire life. Yeah. And I'm very, very grateful for her. Now, when we come back, I want to talk with you about why gratitude matters. Why in our lives does gratitude become the most powerful of powerful tools energetically, vibrationally, reflectively, and cognitively? Why it is not just a game changer, it is the game. Stay tuned, Jane Matanga and I will be right back. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Choose the New Earth and the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. 
For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Yes, indeed. I love that. Hey, Mr. Benny, Benny, Benny. Uh, just want to say 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. Great song choice. Uh, Jane, what's the best way for people to find out more about you? I'd love to know what your phone number is, how they can get a hold of you so you can help them get to the place where they, everybody, all of us can see gratitude matters. My phone number is 203-631-4275. And you can find me at info at enlightened-path.com. Awesome. You know, we were talking during the break. And, uh, you know, the one thing I know today is if I can hold gratitude for every day, every moment, every breath I take, if I can hold that space for that, Everything flows positively. It does. I can't. And I was told a number of years ago, resentment is the number one offender. Resentment. Resentment is the number one offender. Fear, resentment, and gratitude, they can't live in the same energy. They cannot coexist. Tell us how gratitude matters in our everyday lives. It's really coming from a place of um, accepting and uh, like looking at somebody else's thoughtfulness or appreciation of the beauty in nature as opposed to looking at at, at countless other ways to be ungrateful. Uh, It's the recognition of the good things in your life and uh, all those magical moments and all those aspects of our lives, you know, because we don't uh, come into this life alone. We don't do things uh, totally by ourselves. There's always a helping hand and someone who, even when we're challenged, there's always a kindness that comes our way or someone who helps us up. And, uh, you know, when you, when you so aptly said, you know, that you practice, you know, an attitude of gratitude, you know, it's positive ripples that happen, not only for mm. you, but to everybody else that you are, touching in your life. And so every area of our lives are, are, are helping us with when we're in gratitude in terms of looking at what our quest is, what our dream, you know, our ideal life is, our desires for happiness are, you know, it's just better. It creates better relationships. It creates uh, inner peace and just, mm-hmm. um, just a wholeness and a con- and 
I think I think what happens is that um, people don't practice it, and as you yeah. so poignantly said, you really need to practice it. You need to, on a daily basis, you know, really look for it. And then once you start doing that, you see it everywhere. Yeah. You know, Jane, I want to ask you about this because you work with people all the time and help them move beyond this. Now, I want to tell you this, that it, it hasn't always been like roses and jelly beans for me. I am not the easiest change artist on the planet. And so one of the things that I had to really look at is, you know, what's been the benefit of me staying in my misery? Um, And I want to say this. It's really difficult when you're in the middle of a crisis to go to gratitude if you've not practiced how to do it. When my 14-year relationship ended, I was shocked. I was shocked. There wasn't a bone of gratitude. I was the sickest in my life, right? My cells had stopped working. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, you're going where? And gratitude, I got to tell you, was not the number one thing on my list. However, sure not. the way my life started to change shortly thereafter and I work with a coach. I have a spiritual teacher. They're just a, I have a spiritual program. I had to immerse myself and be of service. I started to see the benefit that had I stayed in that relationship, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you today. I just that, yeah, you just wouldn't. Yeah, it's it. it I, when things like that happen to you mm-hmm. and you're in a, in a, it's just meant to be, you're, you're being put in a better place that, mm-hmm. as you said, you, you know, you wouldn't be here today if you were in that situation. So you're being moved by these circumstances and, and what people call challenges to really take another look and look at what you perceive as difficult and what you perceive as a state of challenge. Maybe if you take a step back and you really look at it, you know, you take a breath, you know, you breathe and you um, really look at your situation when you hit the pause button, you get out of your emotion, you know, when you're in it, you go for a walk, you, (laughs) and then you start really thinking about it. If you're not so attached to like the outcome and what you think you should have, you really start looking at it in a different way. And, and now you, I'm sure you look back at it and you say, it was one of the best things that happened. Because oh, hallelujah. It yeah, because it, it wasn't. <laughs> it is. Probably, yeah, because it probably wasn't the best situation and it wasn't as whole as what you have now. Yeah. You know, what do we say to folks that are listening today that may not, maybe down a court, right? Because I was very fortunate. I, I've got an incredible friend. You know, she's been my best friend. Linda's been my best friend since 73. You know, she's seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and mm-hmm. the almost insane from me. <laughs> um, I'm very grateful for her. I'm very grateful for every part of that. And I understand how precious that is. How do we help folks bring the precious nature of gratitude 
into their lives today, what kind of tips, what kinds of things might we share with them? Um, you need to practice it with attention and intention. And so one of the things that, you know, I always tell um, my clients to do is write it down. Write down, you know, in your recent past, there's always something that you can look at that felt good, a situation, a person that you knew, a best friend, uh, a good outcome that happened to you. And when you write it down, it helps you to really look at that, you know, and recognize you know, how affirming that is and how great that was. And you get to like take that back in and really feel it. Uh, Another way is writing and keeping a gratitude journal, you know, write it down. I mean, it empowers you and and then you're looking for the good. It, It kind of erases that somewhat negative habitual thinking that sometimes we get into when we start feeling sorry for ourselves when we're having a challenge or maybe a toxic relationship. But this empowers you to like change your emotional state. And it increases, you know, self-esteem when you start looking for things and you start feeling good about the things that are happening to you. Happening to you. Um, it, it's helping in every way. It strengthens your relationships because you're looking for the good and you're starting to see them because you're looking for them. It deepens your spirituality it um, boosts your creativity. There's so many, it boosts your health. When you're in gratitude, you are feeling better. You're looking for the good. You're feeling better. You're um, just, it's an amplifier of just goodness Mm -hmm. and what's good in the world. And there's so much goodness in the world, but you Mm -hmm. need to look for it and practice it. I mean, count your blessings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, One of the things I wanted to ask you about is what I found is life got easier. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's not a correct phrase. I don't know how to say it. Life got more peaceful. And so therefore it got easier. You know, I wasn't being stumped by the things in in my day that would normally stump me. They kind of, it's like they faded away, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? I sure do. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I want to ask you this question. Sometimes we bring things with us from past lives. Sometimes there are soul lessons. Can can you, I know you do soul work with people. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what role does the soul play in bringing us to that state of wholeness, uh, right? And gratitude. Some people say, well, your soul's on a journey. You had to do this. You had to go through that. And I I used to say, why? Right? I know a little bit about it now, but I don't know. What role is it that our soul's journey plays in all of this? You're really here to be you. You Mm -hmm. know, your soul is eternal and your soul is constantly learning. And that's why we come back and we reincarnate to learn about love, to learn about peace, to learn about joy. I mean, our original nature is joy, peace, and love. And when we forget that is our original nature, that is when we are in conflict with our, our soul and our, and our total being. We, um, and that's where the gratitude practice comes in as well, because it reminds us to, you know, think about our dreams, concentrate on those, think about, 
you know, what your ideal life is going to be like and, and those markers. How is that going to feel? How is that going to look? That's what we signed up for when we came back, you know, our soul. And, you know, so people who like, let's say, have a fear of heights or have a fear of flying, you know, sometimes that is from a past life, you know, that sense of falling or the fear of flying. And, and so, you know, it's learning how to step back through the other side of that fear mm-hmm. and use your perception and the tools like a gratitude tool to look at it differently. And, um, you know, and, and really, you know, open your eyes to everything, you know, to, to all the blessings that we have, right. you know, be that presence when you're with people that they really feel that it is such a good thing to be around you, you know, everyone you meet because you are who you are, you mm-hmm. are, you know, you, we all have a gift, you know, our souls come to this plane with the gifts, we all have them, you know, and then we all have stories that we've worked yeah. through, right? Yeah. But it's it's working through that so that you can get back to your gift and give that to the world and be, you know, be a light because we're all light. That's what our souls are. We're light, you know, mm-hmm. and um, remembering that even when it's a challenge, remembering that, you know, if you explore and use your mind as a tool and your imagination, you know, you might decide to go down that path, you know, that, that you weren't going to look at before. And you might really find when you get down to the end, there's a really beautiful view from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And something that if you, if you weren't as willing to, to take that perception and take a look, um, you might not realize that beautiful life you were meant to have. And so that's where gratitude comes in. Yeah, you know what I love about this is that I noticed along the way that really cool people started to show up. You know, people that you would think about and say, huh, wow, I'm so grateful that they're in my life. One of the tools that I learned by... um, somebody that I interviewed, remember I told you doing the show has been my greatest teacher really has, you know, I mean, I don't claim to be a professed spiritual person from some mountain or someplace. I'm really about street smart spirituality. And I interviewed a woman and she said, there's only one prayer you're going to need, Pat. And she told me what it was. And it was, thank you, God. And she says, if you say thank you, God, over and over and over again every day and you just say it and it could be thank you, God. Thank you, angels. Thank you, universe. Thank you, spirit. Thank you. You know, Baha'u'llah. Thank you. Whatever that is for you that you that that is. Uh, Thank you, higher power. Thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you, trees, whatever that is. She said, if you can condition yourself, this is what you were talking about earlier, Jane, is how do you change your point of view? If you are over and over and over and over again in the middle of rush hour traffic, people cutting you off, (laughs) waiting in a grocery line, if in your mind that all there is is that thought of thank you to that entity, energy, life force, Nothing else can get in. And I said to her, it doesn't work. 
I said, that doesn't work. And she said, I want you to do it 70 times a day for 70 days. Amazing. I discovered what you just talked about. If you have a point of view of gratitude, and that's how you started the show, nothing else will get in. It and then you, it's true. And then you see, it's like how you shine your light on whatever you're perceiving. I mean, it's even when you, you know, if you drift off to sleep before you go to sleep, just think about all the good things that happened to you that day. Even if it was one thing or yesterday or last week or last year, I mean, think about your perfect life, what you want to create, what you're going to manifest, how, how that is your dreams are going to come through. And then it sets your day up for, you know, you're going to wake up and you're going to go, woo, you know, I'm, I'm ready, you know, and it's such a much better way to, to view your life and to approach another, a new day, you know, and then good things start to happen. You start seeing things and you look for that and you're looking for the good and you see the good because you're practicing it and you, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, so many other ways, you know, uh, take a new route to work you know, go, go the back roads and see the beauty in, in your own neighborhood, maybe roads you've never taken before, get off of the highway, you know, take a beautiful trip, go to a beautiful park, go to a spiritual site or place, you know, try a new restaurant. Um, and then your language is so important too. Mm. Um, we started to talk about that, you know, adopting, you know, when you adopt the attitude of gratitude, when you speak, gratefully, that affects everything in your life and the people that are in your life. You know, the, the words that you use have, have an emotional power and impact. You know, it, it resonates with you and your soul and your heart and your emotions and to the people that you're speaking to. So when you speak gratefully and with kindness and love to other people, you are helping them change their, their viewpoint and opening, opening the world up for this ripple effect. Because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I truly believe, you know, it's been said one person can't make a difference. It's absolutely wrong. You absolutely can make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be big. It can be just you. But every, every good thing that we all do, even if it's small, to be light opens up light in every experience that we have and with others too. You know, this is a powerful message. And, you know, you're here today because the work that you do is, is, first of all, it's intuitive. Um, Secondly, is it reaches deep down within at our roots. I was listening to a talk this morning about how, how important it is to build strong roots, Right. And I was listening to this this point that about an oak tree. See, we think an oak tree is so big, it's gigantic, right? And when I was listening, they said, you know, oak trees don't have a deep root system. They have surface roots. But pine trees, that's why you see in a storm, it's very hard to take down a pine tree because a pine tree has those roots. And I think what you're saying is that gratitude and the work that you do, you build pine tree roots. You help people do that. That's the game changer for me. 
That's the game changer. It really is a game changer because when you look at it, what 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 choice do you have? I mean, you have a choice. You can get up in the morning and just seek happiness and 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 live that happy life, even with uh, some troubles or some challenges. And uh, Henry David Thoreau said, "When you look for the beauty in an average day, it ceases to be average." And that's what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, we're talking yeah. about. It's, it's not an average day. It's your life. You take a hold of it. You can shape it. You have mm-hmm. the control. Nobody else does. It's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, there is a practice of gratitude. And I know that one of the things you've said, and this is one of your quotes, is the practice of gratitude awakens grace within each of us. It does. That is so needed in the world today, Jane. It's so needed. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's just our light. We all have light. Our souls have light. Um, It's it's our gift, and we all can let it shine. And this is one way to remind ourselves to do it and to be it. You know, to to be that light out there in the world. You know, and the world does need it today more than ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for today. I want to ask you one last question. Please give out your website again. And what's your personal message? Thank you so much for this today, Jane. Oh, absolutely. Um, My info um, is info at enlightened-path.com. And um, my message for today is be light. You know, look for the beauty and um, your day will change. It won't be an average day. You You will have a positive effect in every area of your life and your life will change uh, with Mm. sustained practice. You know, I mean, this is just, you just need to practice a little bit, but be the light. Yeah. And you do need to practice. I mean, I'm telling you when I was told to do thank you, God, 70 times a day, I could tell the days that I did after I started it, I could tell when I didn't do it. And you think to yourself, Jane, is it really that simple? I didn't say it was easy, though. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's uh, just you just have to practice. It's like doing good things for you, whether it's yoga or going to the gym and, and feeling better or, you know, your mind. You know, people forget that your mind is like the one of the most important tools, along with your physical body. Mm-hmm. To be able to have, uh, you, you need to take care of that as well. You know, not just your physical body. You know, you need to pay attention to your experience, how you're viewing yeah. it, yeah. and how you react to it. Yeah, yeah. And I love this too. Uh, Jane Matanga, everybody, I'm Dr. Pat. You all are amazing. Thank you so very much for all that you do, Jane. Oh, it's been. Um, I've loved it. It's been so much fun. And, and thank you to the caller from Colorado. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope that helped her. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure it has. Thank you so much for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you'll join us next week as Jane helps you unlock and reclaim the magic in your life. For more information on Jane Matanga or to listen to past shows, visit her website at enlightened 
www.growyoursoulradio.com or growyoursoulradio.com. And don't forget to ask Jane about her amazing intuitive life mastery session. See you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.